the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. It is Wednesday, March 15th. What did you just open? Trust is opening a drink on this Wednesday, March 15th. What? Oh, look, Mountain Dew Code Red. I almost Code grabbed, Red. I almost grabbed a thrashed apple before we started, but I went with good old-fashioned water. They still have thrashed apple? Yeah, that's what I sent you a photo of earlier. I mean, okay, never mind. I don't remember you saying that to me, but that's cool, though, I guess. I'll have to go get I'll go get some during the show. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm in my dining room in Indiana with the great lighting setup. I do like the lighting setup here better than the one in my dorm room. Truss is still in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, big, big news story. We're uh, recording after the news story came out, but I was tweeting about it because it was exciting. I got a few quotes here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers usually goes on Pat McAfee show on Tuesday, but he wasn't there on Tuesday. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, this man's just hiding something. Nope. He showed up today. Aaron Rodgers Wednesday. And apparently, Pat said, Aaron Rodgers uh, texted him last night. He said, it's time to let the world know. And, <laughs> He's and such a... Pat was like, okay, do you want me to let the world know that you're coming tomorrow? He's like, yeah. So someone was paying attention to the uh, first hour when the show first started. There was about an hour before Aaron was on. 100,000 people watching. Pretty decent, pretty decent. Um, When Aaron was on, it peaked at around 300,000 so pretty much everyone in the NFL world was watching to see what Aaron Rodgers' decision was. And we found out, much to stand the Jet fans' excitement, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. Uh, he said, my intention is to play, and it is to play for the New York Jets. Right now, it's the Packers holding things up, trying to get what they can for me, is what Aaron Rodgers said. Um, he also said that he never spoke with uh, Diana Root. Let me get this, Rosini, about the wish list. So he, he said he doesn't know where that came from. Uh, he said if she had texted him, he would have done what he told to Adam Schefter when Adam Schefter texted him out of the blue and said, lose my number, good try, though. I don't know if you saw that. No, I'm guessing what what Adam Schefter texted him asking him about it. 
So, yeah, Adam Schefter got a hold of Aaron Rodgers' number without Aaron Rodgers knowing how he got his number. Adam texted okay, him. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And Aaron said, lose my number. Good try, though. Adam Schefter rele- uh, released that tweet sc- or that text. He released a screenshot of that text, so it did happen. Um, A.J. Hawk knew for a week. He knew, he said since he thought Tuesday, last Tuesday, that Aaron was going <laughs> to the Jets, and he said nothing. That would be hey, he's, he's he's awesome. AJ Hawk's great. Dude, I love AJ Hawk, but that'd be so hard, man. And Pat was giving a hard. He's like, you knew this entire time. He goes, yep. The other thing with this that everyone's kind of pointing out is everyone's favorite number two overall pick, Zach Wilson. Ah, uh, yeah, Ooh. Zach Wilson. Back in January, he said, "Yeah, they can go. They'll go sign a veteran quarterback. I don't care. They can go sign a veteran quarterback. I'll I'll." hang out with that guy's mom, whoever he is. And then he said, I'm going to make that guy's life hell in practice. So Zach Wilson thought that he was going to be able to win the starting position back. Um, what, what do you, what do you do now? If you're Zach Wilson, uh, I would go cry on a corner. Uh, just, just because, you know, Zach Wilson, like he, the, the thing with Zach Wilson is I don't really understand what his entire what was his entire intention behind it. It was just that he was gonna like really compete for the starting right. position. He wasn't actually gonna make yeah. Because I remember us talking about this a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I think that it's kind of interesting because I really don't think that um zach wilson can do a whole lot i think he's just gonna have to sit behind aaron Rodgers and hope for the best because he's just gonna have to develop and i I thought so maybe zach should text jordan love i think that's what zach should do zach needs to contact jordan love and needs to tell him that hey how how do you sit behind aaron Rodgers? all this time like I did. And Aaron said he really liked uh, Jordan Love. He always has always said good things about Jordan Love, even when they traded up to draft Jordan Love in 2020. Um, maybe Zach Wilson needs to figure out what it's like to sit behind Aaron Rodgers or learn from Aaron Rodgers. Perhaps, yeah. Um, that being said, they've already got his boy Alan Lazard over in uh, New York. Alan Lazard is a New York Jet. He signed a deal for a four-year, $44 million deal with the Jets per Jordan Schultz. So they've already got one of his supposed wish list guys over there. Uh, I think that's a big deal as well. Do you think that this makes the New York Jets a Super Bowl team? What, just with... Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, who they had last year. They had Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. I mean, they didn't make playoffs last year. I mean, they. I don't know how far off they were from making playoffs statistically. I don't. It, were, what was their record last year? It, it, it had to have been. They were. They were decent. They were in the running for a while. They weren't. They weren't just a team that people laughed at like they usually. They were seven and ten, which for the Jets is pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if they would be necessarily a Super Bowl contender. 
but I definitely think that they might be able to make a little bit of noise. I just, I just think that the hype around it is just too much. I, I think the Jets may need a little bit more, but I don't really know what else they would need because, I mean, I guess it's hard for me to say because when I said that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, I said, oh, they're not going to do anything. And they ended up winning a Super Bowl. When Matt Stafford got traded to LA, I was unsure about that too. And then he ended up doing good. So honestly, I, I think um, I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to cook. I don't know if they'll go. I don't know if they'll win a Super Bowl. I mean, eventually somebody's going to have to like. Eventually, the 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 cycle is going to have to break. So I I don't know. I I, I think I, I think they have the the potential of being a really good team, but they're in such a tough division that it's going to be really hard to consider them a Super Bowl team when you're playing a really good Miami Dolphins, a pretty good New England Patriots, and still a relatively good Buffalo Bills team. So, I mean, anything can happen. Buffalo could be really bad. New England could do good all of a sudden. Or Miami could be 17-0. and We just don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Well, so. speak, speaking of Buffalo – they did get Jordan Poyer back. Jordan Poyer is a huge football IQ safety. He was a guy that I was hoping the Bengals would go after just because of how he's played in the past. He was in the free agent market for a little bit, checked it out, re-signed back with Buffalo. That's a big signing to me. Um, I just got a notification as well, so I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, Cowboys have informed former NFL rushing champ Ezekiel Elliott that they are releasing him per Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. He'll be designated <laughs> as a post-June 1st release to create cap space. So, wow. Cap casualty wow. Ezekiel Elliott. And this is really interesting because they franchise tag Tony Pollard. Well, I kind of you kind of expected that whenever like they they when when they went out of their way to franchise tag Tony Pollard, you kind of figured that Ezekiel Elliott would be on his way out, but you just didn't know to what capacity, you know. Well, I I love I love Tony Pollard. Um, I've never been the biggest Zeke guy. I'm sure he's a nice. Oh, I've, I the reason I just I, he always seemed hurt. He he was always up and down. I mean he he. He's not a bad player, but I was always kind of unsure about him because a lot of people were bandwagoning him back whenever I was in middle and early high school years and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, Zeke. And even with Saquon a little bit, too. And I just always felt like those guys were a little bit over. I'm not saying that they're like not great running backs. I just felt like they were a little overrated at their time. Same with OBJ. I feel like it was just so much <laughs> hype. It was just so much hype over like nothing. And I... I well, when catch, I saw that catch was good. That catch deserved him. Something. Yeah, but, but they gave I him like a nine. I was when he made that catch. Yeah, and they gave him a ninety-nine overall in Madden because of it. He was nowhere near that good because of that one catch. It was a one hand. It's so rare to do that, and I get that. But you know, George Pickens had plenty of th one-handed catches. You go back and look at so many other what Jamar Chase. It was behind he the back one-handed though. I get it. But he, it's not like he did it three times in his career. It was one time. And what did he do since? It, it was one of those things. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah, after being released and then went and freaking – he went from New York Giants to the Browns to L.A. So it's not even like it's anything exciting. It wasn't like he was with the Giants forever and then they won a Super Bowl. So um, I just – 
I, I always wasn't a huge guy on Zeke. I figured he was always really good when he was healthy, but he was hurt a lot. And I don't know if that was just because they were using him a lot because of, um, uh, like, I don't know if it was just because they didn't have a lot of weapons at the time, but I feel like Dallas always had a pretty decent amount of weapons, even with Zeke. I just think Tony Pollard has just been playing better. And I don't think that's anything against Zeke. I just think he's been playing better. So, I mean, I think it might be time for them to move on to Zeke. Now, will Zeke go to another team? Absolutely. I think Zeke will definitely go to another team and he might make some noise with somebody else. Who will it be? Why don't they go to the Bengals, Josh? Yeah, well, we I, don't I, want them. We don't want them. We don't want them. Yeah, I no. think Zeke would be great for no, the Bengals, because, honestly. No, why? What oh, just you... because because you guys, you know, I know you were like Samaje Perrine, but you were talking about how you want Austin Eckler and Derrick Henry. Well, Zeke's out there, too. Why don't you yeah, get Zeke? Zeke? So the thing with Zeke is, first of all, it, he, you, you talked about how he was overhyped. I remember he... Everyone thought like he was the next Marshawn Lynch or something, like his yeah, rookie yeah. year, his rookie year, his sophomore season. Everyone thought he was the next Marshawn Lynch. He was going to be a Hall of Famer, guaranteed, no problem. And like you said, he's a good player. Uh, he's he's a guy. Seems like a nice enough guy that I'd maybe sit and have a beer with him. I wouldn't really draft him in fantasy though, and that's like <laughs> I mean I wouldn't. Yeah, he's not. I mean, okay, so. JPA football just tweeted out his stats, 10,598 total yards, 72 total touchdowns, 80.2 yards per game, two-time rushing title, three-time pro bowler, one-time all pro. I don't think he can do that anymore. I don't think that's him. He How old is he now? He was a 2016 rookie, so wow, yeah. So it's been he's been in the league 7 years. Mixon's been in the league since 2017. Um, so we're not really getting an upgrade there. I mean, with Derrick Henry, I know Derrick Henry's been in the league since 2016 as well, but Derrick Henry hasn't really shown to fall off as much as Zeke has. So that's why I'd be more okay with Derrick Henry. I'm riding the Eckler train right now, though. I'm just kind of, we're choo-choo-choo. We, uh, re we've re-signed our third string running back, the Bengals did. We're, uh, getting rid of everyone. For some reason as well so that sucks but uh players that the Bengals have cut so far or not cut but lost Bates who I thought was re-signing with us so, uh Von Bell who went to the Panthers Hayden Hurst went to the Panthers who I was not a fan of the Hayden Hurst signing at the beginning of the year I wasn't I, I was like we lost Uzama I was mad about it Hurst played well for us i liked him he was a fun guy to watch i wish him the best he got three years the Bengals were never going to give him three years uh because he's going to be over 30 by the end of his contract as a tight end um and then samaj p ryan's going to the broncos uh it just seems like a lot of key players from last season are on the move for the Bengals. Uh, andy dalton's with the panthers now too from the saints so the Carolina Bengals are about to tear up the NFC South. Um, going to be an interesting division. Baker Mayfield's the new quarterback for the Buccaneers. It looks like we've got. But you said Perrine. You said Perrine moved. Perrine's with the Broncos now. Oh wow! I, I didn't hear about that. Have, I thought you guys were gonna. I thought you guys were gonna run with Perrine. We have Mixon, uh, Travion Williams, and Chris Evans is our running back oh. room. Our tight end room is Devin Asiasi. 
Oh, that's Ooh. it. That's that's all we got. Mm. Who was okay? What, he was drafted by the Patriots <laughs> in 2020. Um, I think put on their practice squad, and we picked him up or something like that. Mm. But that's all we've got. Is Devin Asiasi? I don't I don't know what to think of him. If I'm being honest, I what what did I? I said something to you about oh we're tanking yes um, yeah you texted me saying you guys were tanking and I said ah, okay I don't, I, don't, I don't think you necessarily are tanking I just think you guys are trying to make room for like some of the big signings that you guys are trying to make which in the end I don't know if it would necessarily help you more to sign these big players because the thing with football compared to like a sport like hockey or even basketball you need a lot of players to make a team be a Super Bowl contender because it's more than just your starting offense. You need your line. You need your, you need your, all of your defense. You need your secondaries. You need your fourth, fifth, and sixth string wide receivers and second, third running backs or backup quarterbacks. It's, it's a lot there. Whereas like in like basketball and hockey, it's like you have four offensive lines. If you have two or three great players like Connor McDavid for Edmonton Oilers, you're going to be fine granted come playoffs you may not be the best but all you need is like i think 18 players and two goalies where in the nfl you need 65 players i think or well i think it's a little less than 53 53, yeah it's like it's but like at the beginning it's like 65 and you cut it down to a 53 plus your practice squad and stuff so it's a lot of players i mean 53 is a lot compared to 18 and two goalies or you know like 10 players for an nba team I mean, baseball is pretty high up there too because you have all those pitchers and stuff. But it's still, it's nowhere near as like the capacity of like an NFL thing. So I think, I think the Bengals really need to think about what they're doing. I'm not saying that they might be making bad moves, but in a situation like this where they're letting go a lot of their secondary, a lot of like key players, may not be the best thing unless they were expecting, you know, a young guy to come in or something. Do you do you feel that the person replacing Jesse Bates as of right now would be good? I don't know who is behind Jesse Bates right now. I don't is he a second string? Do you guys even have a second string for him? Is he So that's like what's going that's on over kind there? of the interesting thing. The storyline was always like Jesse Bates was franchise tagged last season. So it was kind of always theorized that we were gonna keep Von Bell Jesse Bates was going to walk, and Dax Hill, who was our first-round draft pick last year, was going to replace Jesse Bates. Mm. Now we don't have either starting safety. Um, Dax Hill can obviously only replace one of them. Um, I still need another safety. Yeah, so now it's kind of like... I'd like you could to get ha- Jordan Battle! Well, the thing <laughs> is, I'd like, to have, Battle. I'd like to have at least one free agent or not free agent a veteran safety back there Um, i agree i think because uh lou anaruma the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, does run a somewhat complicated defense and that has been a strength of the team for a long time getting playoff p jermaine pratt back at seven million dollars a year is huge um extending logan wilson doing that if hopefully that happens i assume it will that'll be huge but um Safety is my primary concern right now. Tight end, I think, can be fixed in the draft. This is a very deep tight end class. Um, I've done a couple mock drafts, and a guy I really like is Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Uh, He is great at blocking, great at passing. Uh, He's not as agile, maybe, as you'd like him to be. He's not going to be like your Travis Kelsey type guy who 
is going for 60-some yards. But he, he can get the job done. He's a nice dump-off option, gets good yards after catch. So I think the Bengals can get him at 28. I think the Bengals can fill that tight end position. Uh, running back also, Jameer Gibbs, uh, I think we can maybe get him in the second round. Um, so I'm not too worried about that position yet. I'm still riding the Eckler train, though. I, 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 I really like Austin Eckler. So if we got that, I mean, I mean, yeah, I do too. So I mean, it's just funny that you're just the, still riding along with the it, Eagles. So. The Eagles just let Darius Slay go, which that's a huge, huge loss. Um, but to me, that kind of indicates that they are trying to re-sign uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson, who is a guy that I would like for the Bengals to get at the safety position. Don't know if they will. Depends what the offers are. Depends what C.J. kind of sees with the Eagles. I mean, well, they've lost a lot of key players that were on that. I mean, it, it, did you also see the Eagles kind of, they re, they're trying to replace Miles Sanders with uh, Rashad Penny. Yeah. And so that's, that was pretty, that was key. I didn't, I also didn't realize that they were letting Miles Sanders kind of mm-hmm, walk mm-hmm. either. That was kind of, that's big. I mean, the Eagles are really losing some really big key pieces of their, uh, their puzzle from last year. So that's, makes you wonder how well the Eagles are going to be next year. Yeah. It, and that's kind of what I think if you're C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you go, okay, yes, we went to the Super Bowl last year. But all of these guys who were on the team last year are spread across the country now. They're not on the team anymore. Nope. So do you nope. think that the guys that you're bringing in can replace those guys who you let go? And a guy like Darius Slay is going to be very difficult to replace on defense. He's a very talented player. Um, a lot of Eagles fans love him. I just think it's it's very interesting to see what the Eagles are doing, see what the Bengals are doing, because we're lo- it, it's really a trust in your key guys. So for the Eagles, like Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, and then your guys on defense as well. But for the Bengals, it's Joe Burrow, Logan Wilson, uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and I, I texted Andrew, Andrew Gillis of Cleveland.com, who has been on the show before. His show episodes are on the YouTube channel under the Friends of the Show playlist. Uh, but it was before we did video, so it's just a little picture of the logo. Um, but I texted him. I was like, are you hearing any credible rumors about anything the Bengals are looking at? He said, uh, hard to say for now. Always kind of seemed like they'd be real low-key in free agency. Uh, he said, I asked him, any idea what the draft is going to look like? Like, do they know who, you know who they're targeting, basically? He said, depends on free agency. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough, though. It's, it's, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, with Andrew, I feel like in his in his sense, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what they will do in in the draft because it really depends on what they do in free agency. And right now, they're being a little key in free agency. So it's, it's, it's like really, it's kind of one of those things where it's like for for like any team, you know, you expect oh this team to go after you know this guy like you know I mean the Steelers were expected to go after a cornerback, and then we got you know Patrick Peterson, and it might it may be a situation where we might still get one, but we might not get one until maybe a second or third round or, 
maybe we're going to focus more on linemen. Like it's one of those things where it really depends on what you do in free agency before you can make any draft choices. So, I mean, Andrew does have a point. I mean, I know what you, I know you're trying to see if he had even just a little bit of information, but he's probably just as much in the dark as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. It now. really seemed, I, Cause I asked him, I, I was just like, okay, I'm going to ask you the one question that every single Bengals fan wants to know right now. So I don't know if you have an answer. Is there any indication that there is a re-signing on Burrow, Higgins, or Wilson? The big three 2020 rookies, or 2020 draft picks. His response was, oh, that's probably the most secret of all. No one knows. <laughs> no probably, one, yeah. So we're just all just sitting here hoping they're getting something done. Uh, Higgins was out on a boat with Jamar Chase and what it looked like D-Hop and a couple women. That became a news story for some reason. It always a, does. Well, it was, the headline was literally Jamar Chase and T. Higgins on boat with women. And I was like, so I retweeted and I said, Josh Butts in kitchen working on thesis paper. Yeah, it just, it was sucks. <laughs> yeah. There was no story. There, it was just that. There, uh, they're just they're running out of things to talk about honestly i mean it is it is off season but like you could be talking about anything else why is that news right that can't that can't possibly be news there's so much <laughs> other stuff going on right now aaron Rodgers is yeah do you hear matt gay went to the colts yeah nobody's talking about matt gay going to the colts He's the highest paid kicker of all time <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> The Colts were like, we're releasing Matt Ryan, and we're gonna make the <laughs> the better the, the better Matt. We're gonna joy. make Matt Gay the highest paid kicker of all time. Um, ridiculous, absolutely. Mind ridiculous. you, they had been funny. a Terry. They had been a Terry at some point, who was and, a Hall yeah, of Fame and, kicker, and they didn't even make him the highest paid kicker of all time. Nah, nah, they're they're the Matt Gay baby. <laughs> Let's go. That was it was ridiculous, but like yeah, I mean, there's so many other news stories you could be talking about other than Jamar Chase D Hop and T on a boat with women. I feel like that's just so stupid. Like you could have been, oh my gosh. Uh, everyone's all of a sudden talking about Eli Apple. I don't know why. Did we just resign Eli Apple? I don't know what's going Maybe. on. Maybe. I wouldn't oh, be. Back I wouldn't be super mad about it. Okay. Uh. Anyway. Oh, Jamal Williams is another running back. I think the Bengals should go after just for the meme. Yeah, because he he's a he's a free agent right now, right? Yeah, and a touchdown machine. And the Lions took David Montgomery from the Bears, so it's kind of seeming like they're moving on from Jamal Williams. Probably. Bengals, Bills, and Panthers are all in the running for Jamal Williams, according to sources. Hmm. Um. It's looking like Eli Apple may have been re-signed. Um, Cowboys. Oh, did you get the actual alert that Cowboys actually released Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, I, I reported. I mean, I, I know, but you talked about it, but I didn't know if it, I. But it's like almost official. Oh no, dude! I like, beat that. I beat that ESPN thing. I've, I've got. But Twitter. but like whenever but when you talked about it, you're like they're expecting to release before June first. But no, at, on my thing, it says it, I I read something that says that they released him today. So. Oh, he's gonna be designated a post June first cut, but um, what? Let's see here. The other, did, other blah, 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 blah. what? Did you talk about? Uh, we didn't talk about. We didn't, there's a lot of things we didn't talk about. You know, Cowboys acquired Stephon Gilmore. Giants acquired Darren Waller. Falcons signed oh, Tyler yes. Taylor Heineke. Trade? Did you see that Darren Waller yeah. trade? 
I didn't look too deep into it, but I saw it happen, obviously. There's not, there's not a lot it to was, it. It's just a third-round pick? Wow. Yeah, the, uh, Stellar. The, the Giants kind of robbed the Cowboys on that one. Yeah, I, and you know, it's kind of sad because I really thought that with Jimmy Garoppolo, I talked about this earlier in the week, I think even on Monday, um, with Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Raiders, I thought Jimmy G was going to go to like a very similar type of uh, football um, offense that he had in San Francisco, you know, with decent wide receivers, a really good running back, and then a pretty stud tight end. Well, now he doesn't have that stud tight end. It's probably, I don't even know who the heck's going to be the Raiders tight end. So I, I thought, I don't, you probably didn't see this tweet because you're not on Twitter a lot. Uh, Kelsey nope. Plum, your WNBA player, she is just got married to Darren Waller and they got married in Vegas. They were living in Vegas, obviously. And it was tweet that was tweeted like, wow, this sucks. You know, like Josh, Mc the joke was by Robert Griffin, the third, uh, Josh McDaniels isn't a romantic. And Kelsey Plum responded to that tweet and said, probably cause he wasn't invited to the wedding. Oh, Oh yeah. So Josh McDaniels, just sent he was like i'm sending you to the other side of the country uh we don't need you here anymore i guess i very surprised uh, i i don't know what they're doing in las vegas but giants fans were ecstatic because yeah, i mean that's it's it's something you you're not expecting i mean like the giants had a pretty good season this year i mean after all they upset the vikings and then they moved on to the divisional i mean it's a pretty dang good season in my opinion but like it's one of those things where now you add a key asset like that. You just re-signed Daniel Jones, who had a pretty good season this year. And you're having a lot of these key players return. It's one of those things where adding Darren Waller might be one of those things that might just put you above maybe the Eagles even this year. You know, you don't really know how a lot of these teams are going to do with like the acquisitions and the drops that they're making. And the Giants could be the Giants could be a little bit of a of a under the radar type team this year. You never know. Mm -hmm. Well, also they the, tr the pick the Giants gave away for Darren Waller was a compensation pick for uh, losing Kadarius Tony. Oh, so, yeah. Essentially, what the Giants did was traded Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller, which I think is a beautiful trade, um, unless the Raiders somehow draft the best tight end ever known to man with. I think it's pick 100, uh, with pick 100, and are able to replace Darren Waller easily. You'd have to draft a Gronk or something, and I don't. I don't yeah, think and that's you you would have you would have to hope that that would happen. And it's so it's one of those things where tight ends they're like they're starting to develop a little bit more. I mean, we're noticing a lot more like stud tight ends in the league as we've talked about on the show. But it's one of those things where it's still hard to find them in the draft. I mean, it's hard to find any type of player in the draft. You just kind of have to hope that it works out because, I mean, there's been quarterbacks that have gone, like, really high overall that we've seen that just don't do anything at all. And it goes to the same thing for wide receivers, tight ends. I mean, you know, you talk about quarterbacks all the time. You, you got friggin' Mitchell Trubitsky. You got uh, – what was the other one? Um, oh, he, he was uh, he was Atlanta's – or not Atlanta's. He was, um, he was the Cardinals before, before Kyler Murray. Um, I don't Palmer? even remember. No, the guy in between Carson Palmer. Colt McCoy was there. No, no, there was a guy before. Oh, Josh Rosen. Yeah, no, yeah, DeRozan. I'm pretty sure he was a top pick. Dude, I'm pretty sure. Free agent, NFL Hall of Famer Josh Rosen. 
Mr. There were nine mistakes ahead of me. He was when he was 2018 drafted tenth overall, I believe, and he said there's nine mistakes ahead of me. Um, yeah, tenth overall. Yeah, I I thought he was a top pick. I mean, like you you look at top picks like this, and they're just kind of like busts. Like that Rosen was literally like one of the craziest busts I've seen. In the, like I mean, I've seen some busts though, but dang that that it's one of those things where he was in the league and then he just wasn't. <laughs> like he was yeah. there and then he then he was just gone. And I was like, oh okay. One of my favorite clips. And I think it's Skip Bayless. It might not be Skip Bayless. It's some talking head on ESPN. But they're like, Josh Allen? No one's even heard of this guy, Josh Allen. Why are you drafting Josh Allen? Why Why aren't you going after Baker Mayfield or one of these guys? Why aren't you trading up? And he's yelling at the Bills for being like this stupid poverty franchise. And he's like, five years from now, we're going to be talking about two guys from this draft. Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen, and uh, that I mean we're still talking about Baker Mayfield. I'll give him that. Not yeah. usually in a great light though. Um, but we're definitely not talking about Josh Rosen in as some star player. It's Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are the two best QBs out of that draft. Oh, yeah. Sam, Sam Darnold was also in there as a guy that we we're definitely going to be talking about. And he's over in San Francisco now, backing up yeah, Brock Purdy. I was gonna, yeah, I guess. I mean, Sam Darnold's over in San Francisco now, which I think is a very interesting move with San Francisco. I mean, I just – I didn't really think that they would go after Sam Darnold, to be completely honest. But, I mean, I guess more power to them, I guess. I mean, they're going to probably just put Brock Purdy in front of him because they already kind of announced, like, at the NFC Championship that they would uh, – what are you? What is this? Fifty-three is... quarterbacks. That's what the 49ers are going with now. Fifty-three quarterbacks. Yeah, they need the they NFC need championship because all their quarterbacks got hurt. They're saying we're just loading up the roster with quarterbacks. If you are an NFL free agent and you have thrown a ball, come on down to San Francisco. Pretty much. I mean, probably if you probably if we look at their practice squad this year, they're probably gonna have three people. They're probably gonna have three quarterbacks in their depth chart, and then they're gonna have like. Four more in the freaking um, practice squad that are just waiting. It's going to be like and Brock Purdy as the starter, Josh Rose, Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold, Darnold, Cam Newton, yeah. Colin Kaepernick's coming back. Uh, yeah, this is going to be the most random. Yeah, might as well throw uh, Tom Brady in the uh, practice squad, Philip Rivers, Joe Montana, uh, Joe Montana, Drew, Drew Brees. Um, you know, just get all these old old heads. Um, uh, oh, um, uh, Johnny Manziel. You know, that would be a really good. Paxton sure. Lynch. Paxton Lynch will come back, too. That's a good one. Well, Paxton Lynch uh, is in the XFL, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but he already got benched, so he might ask oh, okay. for – he might demand he might demand release. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. so maybe he'll get a better spot on the uh, practice squad once the XFL is over. John Lynch, <laughs> so, get on this. Uh, we got to make this uh, – San Francisco. That would be awesome. <laughs> but just seeing all these ridiculous players on with the quarterback like thing or – Brock Purdy. Throwing a pass to Drew Brees. Oh yeah, that'd be so dumb. An all quarterback team. That would. Be- that would actually be that'd be ridiculous. Tom Brady running routes. It's like, all right, Tom Brady, you're gonna run a fade. Homie can barely scramble. Oh yo, another one. Ben Roethlisberger towards the end of his season, he was running like a tree. He's our like, center. Oh, he's the center. He's okay. The center. <laughs> I was gonna say, imagine him running fades. I was just like running straight down the field as a. Ezekiel Elliott could go play center for a team. I guess. Wait, why? 
Why would you have Ezekiel Elliott? That play. Um, at the end oh, of the oh, that. Dude, that. No, that was stupid. No, no. Was no. A... He, didn't he get bulldozed? Yeah, no, don't put him on freaking center. Across, they lined him up I don't know. someone that was like just insanely huge. No, my yeah, favorite, it was my, just. My favorite part about that was Pat McAfee immediately tweeting, yes, we no longer have the dumbest play in NFL history, referring to the Colts punter play against the yeah. Patriots. So, yeah, I mean, hey. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott's got a future at the center position if he can't play running back as much anymore. Yeah, I, I think he has um, – honestly, yeah, sure, sure. I, honestly, I'd rather see uh, Trey Burton come back and play uh, play uh, quarterback at that point. So yeah. I would rather – yeah, I'd rather see Trey Burton. After that great uh, Philly special, you know, back in 2018, one throw, great play. You know what I, I... Trey Burton – Throws I, I think it's interesting that. Woo! I just got a news update. News okay. Update. So first of all, first of all, um, I think it's interesting. Well, for now, I'll do the news first. Free agent quarterback Jacoby Brissett has agreed to a deal with the Washington Commanders. No, no way. Kamikaze what? Commander Carson is out of there. Taylor Heineke's out of there. Sam Howell was going to be the starting quarterback week one. That's what we heard. That's what everyone was saying. But Ron Rivera at the Combine, he said he might be starting week one, but he is not our starting quarterback. And that is because they were going to go out and get a veteran quarterback. Who did they get? Jacoby Brissett. Who, you know, Jacoby's been kind of everywhere. He's been the Dolphins. He's been the Colts. He's been a handful of other teams. Um, played with the Browns most recently last season while Deshaun Watson was suspended. And I thought he did pretty good. I thought that he – there were a lot of people who were saying, like, guys, no, keep, keep Jacoby in because we can maybe kind of make a playoff run if everyone else in the AFC North decides to suck. Um – Jacoby Brissett played decent, though, and he obviously got benched because Deshaun Watson was extremely overpaid, and the Browns weren't just going to be like, whatever. Sit on the bench, $250 million guaranteed. Jacoby Brissett is likely the new starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. What do you think? Who? Mm. Cool. You know, it, it's it's going to be interesting, honestly. I mean, I think that uh, I think I I definitely think Jacoby Brissett's going to start. I definitely think he's going to start. I mean, they already kind of. I remember you sending me something, and you and I think they said that uh, Washington said that Sam Howell was not their guy. So I think that's pretty big. Um, but honestly, I, I just I think that there's um there's something wrong with Washington right now. I mean, obviously they, they don't, they're not letting Sam Howe cook. Um, so I just, it just really makes me upset. I mean, I feel like honestly, I, I don't like to bring it back for no reason, but just like the idea of just letting somebody cook is going to be like evident in Washington at this point, because I feel like Sam Howe is going to be the backup and then they're going to have Jacoby Brissett in. And then I feel like Jacoby Brissett's going to be okay the Commanders fans are going to be like, just put in Sam Howell already. Like, he, he was supposed to go top overall anyway. 
they're going to put him in and he might do back. He might do okay. But then Washington might just be like, Oh, we're going to pull him out. You know, I just, I feel like that this is the big issue right now is like all these freaking teams just aren't letting anybody cook. Just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Like Indianapolis was doing that. The Jets were doing that this season. It's probably going to be Washington this season. Washington did and, a little bit too last season. They yeah, played, they did. They, they did. Carson, and, then they had Taylor. Then they had, uh, what's his name? That other, Sam that other dude. Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell. Yeah. It, oh, pff, I was just talking about him. And I'm and like, that it, other dude. You're right. You're right. It doesn't work. I hate it because then you don't get team chemistry built. It doesn't work. No. Players get confused. Teams get confused. Um, players get upset. Locker <laughs> get divided. It's not good. I understand, though, wanting to bring in a guy who can challenge Sam Howell for the starting job. I understand them not wanting to give Sam Howell the keys to the stadium when he's only played one or two games. That I get. But I think after preseason, after you've seen both these guys play in your offense, you've got to say, this is our guy, and this is who we're riding with, unless this guy gets hurt or it's just abundantly clear that he is incapable of playing in this offense. So if Jacoby Brissett starts going like 10 for 30 for 150 yards every game, that's one thing. Or if Sam Howell does that, if Sam Howell ends up winning the starting job. But if they're both playing about the same and you're just plugging and placing randomly which quarterback is going in, that's not going to work. You Like, let somebody cook. I've got the sticker coming in the mail. It's actually in the mail. I just haven't been at school to get it. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, as of six minutes ago, Eastern Standard Time, Lamar Jackson is now officially able to talk with other teams about a deal. So, um, oh, that's was he not able to because of the non-exclusive deal, right, or what was right. going on with that? Uh, okay. So was, that that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, four four minutes or six minutes ago. So the Ravens will have the opportunity to match any offer. And if Lamar Jackson uh, likes the offer that the team, another team gives him, Ravens don't want to match it. Ravens will get uh, two first-round draft picks from that team or, oh. or something else that, like, people think that they agree to. But it's usually two first-round draft picks. Um, so that's going to be a big story now that we know where Aaron Rodgers is. That's probably the biggest story of – season that we'll be following now uh i'm gonna keep an eye on twitter oh uh, real quick real quick aaron Rodgers, and oh this is what i was going to before before the jacoby Brissett news broke jordan love has a ton of weight on his shoulders as far as history of the franchise is concerned he has like 30 years of hall of fame quarterbacking that he has to uh live up to now and Aaron Rodgers, go ahead, go ahead. Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee's show, "I'm debatably the best player in franchise history. What's not debatable is I'm the longest tenured Packer in history. Nobody's bled green and gold like me." And so to follow a guy like that, I mean, Jordan Love isn't much older than us. I know no. I would feel a ton of pressure if I was following Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is following Brett Favre. That's a ton of pressure, I think. And, I mean, Brett Favre isn't very – hopefully Aaron Rodgers doesn't follow Brett Favre all the way. But uh, 
I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks have to feel that way because it, it, you think about all the players. I mean, there, there's a lot of teams that obviously haven't had like a franchise quarterback like almost ever. I feel like Cincinnati, for example, Joe Burrow has been probably the best, one of the best things to happen to Cincinnati, for example. But I mean, you, you think about some of these other teams, like even Pittsburgh, for example, like Ben Roethlisberger was black and yellow for his entire career. And then this se- this past season, you know, Mitchell Trubisky played a couple games, got booed out of the stadium. Then Kenny Pickett had to fill the shoes of the future of the Steelers franchise. You know, granted, he wasn't behind Ben ever because Ben retired and then they drafted Pickett. Like Jordan Love, they drafted him and they let him develop behind Aaron Rodgers. This situation is a little different, obviously, but I feel like it's very similar in a lot of these quarterback situations because I feel like a lot of these quarterbacks that have to fill in after the big guy leaves is, is very big because I mean, I feel like it's kind of stressful. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, after Tom Brady left, I mean, granted you had um, like from new England when he left, I mean, granted Mac Jones didn't start right away. You had Cam Newton starting that season, but I'm sure like there was just even like, you know, Cam Newton was like, you know, you have to fill in for Tom Brady you know, for a new England Patriots team that hasn't made, not made it to the super made it to like the freaking um, playoffs in like a 15 years or something crazy. I don't remember the insane stat that they had, but I mean, I feel like there's just a lot of pressure as a young quarterback, especially a young quarterback that's filling in for a veteran that had so much success. And I feel like Jordan Love will definitely feel the pressure going into green Bay, because if he starts doing bad at any point in the season, they're going to literally call to bench him because, because I mean, that's just how it is or Green Bay fans will be good and, you know, just kind of just let let him do his thing, which might end up being the thing because they may – I don't think they're going to have anybody to back up Jordan Love that's going to be key. Maybe they'll bring Gardner Minshew in. Maybe that'll be big. Maybe, uh, maybe bring in like a nice backup quarterback for him to just kind of – them to fall back on in the event that Jordan Love doesn't do that great. But the, quarter, the quarterback market that we originally had is starting to slightly dwindle here and there. I mean, there's not a lot of – key backups that you could get i mean taylor heineke is gone you know um i mean is teddy bridgewater did he sign yet i don't remember if us ever so teddy bridgewater might be a good move for him but i mean like jimmy garoppolo you know um sam darnold um there's a lot of these quarterbacks that have been you know picked up already so it's it's definitely going to be key to see what they do in green bay but i don't know I, i feel like green i feel like aaron Rodgers though he's a goofy guy man i feel like he's a little goof uh, just see, he, he, the, the way that he came out of the, like the way that he said, it was just like, I came out of the darkness. Like the, like, it was just so weird. Just like he went to retreat. It was just weird. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's goofy. I mean, I, I'm nothing against him. It, that doesn't take away from his career, but it's just, it's just goofy. He's doing a Bane impression. <laughs> darkness was his ally. Um, no, I just, I mean, so you mentioned, Steelers with Kenny Pickett and I feel like I that would be the same thing if Terry if you'd gone from Terry Bradshaw to Ben Roethlisberger to Kenny Pickett yeah you didn't they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to a lot of Packers fans have never known a Packers team without a Hall of Fame level quarterback yeah, so, so it's probably going to be a lot. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, cause after Bradshaw, we had like that weird year where we had Neil O'Donnell and we had uh, Cordell Stewart and some other. Well, you, Bradshaw, you and, had Mark Malone, David Woodley, Bubby Brister. 
Well, well yeah, and yeah, and then cool. I was just talking. I was just talking about the '90s. You know, Neil O'Donnell took us to that one Super Bowl, and then Cordell Stewart was there for a couple years, and it was just it was just really weird. And it's just been it's just a weird time. Um, but like, and then you know we had Ben, and then now we have Kenny Pickett, where. I don't know. I feel like though I, I do feel like at some points though teams do get a little greedy though once they have a lot of success. So I feel like for Green Bay it's going to be tough, and just like even with New England, I feel like it's tough for them a little bit because they had so much success with Tom Brady for like almost like twenty some seasons, like maybe even a little bit less. I don't remember how many seasons he exactly played, but he played a lot, and they did a lot of success in New England. So I'm sure like in the last three years only making playoffs once I think is tough for them, you know, considering they didn't make it with Cam Newton. They didn't make it this past season. And um, I think they did make it in 2021. Maybe they went to the wild remember. Card. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess, but still like it's one of those things where I'm sure new England fans over in, over in the East side are probably not the happiest of individuals right now, but Zappy I'm Zappy, Zappy hour. hour. Now, there's a lot of weird things that could happen this season. I mean, it's just – it's all unfolding before our eyes, and it's just – it's one of those things where we have to definitely wait and see. Definitely have to wait and see and see what happens. So, well, speaking of – well, yeah, speaking of the New England Patriots, I don't know if you set this up on purpose, but it's a perfect segue. Your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster, is now a New England Patriot. A three-year, $33 million deal. That's exactly what Jacoby Myers got from the Raiders. So it kind of is uh, looking like they just replaced Jacoby with Juju. I texted you like, Juju's a pat now, and you said, L, Juju, what did you mean and why? And I don't know what you mean. I told you to look Oh, I, 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 I literally just said it was L for Juju just because Juju just went to the Patriots, and I'm not a huge Patriots fan. Um, <laughs> that's really it. But um, – but with I think the problem is though with Juju is I, I you hear a lot of things about Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick is not an easy coach. He he's one of those coaches that's very tough and he's gonna put you like he's gonna put you to work and he doesn't care what kind of like person you are. Like he want he's there to win Super Bowls. Like he's he's like a relatively good guy, but like he's not the nicest guy when it comes to things. And I think for Juju, this actually might be a big part for his career because I feel like Juju needs to be put in line. So I think I think Juju I think well he wouldn't he wouldn't shut up about the like oh, that that that's I'm what, surprised what, that's coming from you that sounds like something yeah. I'd say no I I think he needs to be put in line really like he he I mean he he was a good player with Pittsburgh but then he started getting weird with his TikTok videos dancing on the logos and then he got hurt for the whole season then he went to Kansas City and then that that one player held him and then he wouldn't shut up about it. And then next thing you know, like it was like Valent, like it was like the Valentine's Day thing or whatever. And it was like, I'll hold you even when it means the, I'll hold you when it means the most or something like that. It was like right after the Super Bowl and everybody was talking about it. And then the Eagle player that held him like tweeted back at him and just was like, I'm happy for you, but you're just like a, you were nothing without Mahomes and stuff. And I, I think, you know, I loved Juju when he was here. You know, like I said, he went to my prom. Like, there's a lot of things that he did. Like, that poster you see all the time, that was my prom. Like, that was, you know, my school that I went to. I graduated from that high school. Like, um, like it's one of those things where he, um, like, he did a lot for Pittsburgh when he was here. But when he was on his way out, his ego started getting a little filled. And I, I think he just needs to be just – I think he just needs to settle down a little bit. And I, I think maybe Bill Belichick might, like, just let him calm down a little bit. And 
and I hope for the best because he's a really good guy and he did a lot for Pittsburgh and he did a lot for the community and stuff. But then like, it almost felt like after like back in 2020, when we like, when he started dancing on logos and he got really big into TikTok, like he needs to go back to the Juju's bike thing. Like he was so humble. He was riding his bike to work, his bike to training camp and stuff like that. He was just riding his bike. He didn't have a car. Somebody stole it. And then he, and they gave it back to him. And like, it's one of those things where it's like, we, we need to go back to that Juju where he was humble. He was happy for what he was. And like, and a lot of players, I feel like, even, I don't know if it's it, like, I just feel like a lot of these players, they get really cocky and they just get really upset. And, and like, I, we need more players that are just more humble. And, and I think um, like, even just like, it, like, even with like, when we were talking about Henry Ruggs, I mean, I feel like he got way too ahead of himself. He, he got a rookie contract, bought a big expensive car, started driving 110 miles an hour. And now he's in jail because he killed somebody like, or it, it did something. He damaged it. I, I don't he remember who someone. he killed a lady and her dog. Yeah, that's yeah. I remember it was the dog, but I didn't know if it, if the lady also died or not. Or, I the lady but also it's died. one, but it's one of those things where it's just I, I feel like some of these players need to be put into th- like put it like put into you know straighten up a little bit. And um, I think one of the things that is that could happen for Juju is before Juju goes any more like towards a bad side of things. I think that um, him going to be working with Bill Belichick for three years might be really good for his career, and maybe he'll maybe never develop to be like a superstar. I mean, he's getting kind of older, but maybe he'll at least be in better mental health and not be so ego filled because it's one Super Bowl. He was, you know, he wasn't a big key, a part of it. I mean, he, he did have some good plays, but I just, I think that um, he needs to settle down a little bit. I think it'll be big. I think it'll be good for his career. Yeah. I, he, he didn't have a great season with the chiefs. He had 988 yards, I think, with the Chiefs, which, I mean... Which is not bad. It's a little under 1,000. Average. Um, He also... I I thought he played very well in the Super Bowl. I thought he was a pretty decent player. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are the heart of that offense. But I think Juju opened up a lot of... uh, Opened up a lot of uh, openings for guys like Sky Moore to get open. And so Juju being there, I think, was a key component. I'm not a huge fan of Juju, obviously. One of my favorite plays is when Von Bell, Carolina Panthers safety, former Bengals safety, popped Juju um, on that Ryan Finley-led Bengals game against the Steelers in 2020, and the Bengals ended up beating the Steelers because of that. That, that was a great play because, A, it was on Juju, and, B, we won primarily because of that play. That was That's held as a turning point in franchise history. Um, so, I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Oh, dude, was, that, that play, when Von Bell was released, all over Twitter, it was just the video of Von Bell popping Juju. It was a huge deal. Um, I, I was going to say, I just – I mean, my favorite was when you guys had Vontez Perfect and you guys were dirty, and then Juju hit Vontez Perfect. So I really like that. I like really like that. I, Back when the Bengals organization didn't know what to do, so they would just draft a bunch of dirty players. You think? You think Bill Belichick will get tired of Juju being on TikTok and will just say like, "Dude, if you're on TikTok anymore, you're getting benched." Maybe. I mean. I, I feel like Belichick doesn't play around, you know. I feel like he he's definitely the type of guy to be like, stop it. Like I have, I, I'll put anybody else in instead of you. 
And like, even if he doesn't have anybody else, he'll just pick up somebody off waivers or something. He'll just be like, oh, this guy's free. We're going to play him. And Juju's going to be like, oh, crap. Like, That's what am I going to do? And then he's going to be like, Corvette, Corvette. And you're going to go back to his 2021 ways and start dancing or whatever. I I don't know, though. I mean, I feel like Juju will still do TikToks and stuff, but I think he might, I think his ego is definitely going to shrink a little bit. I definitely think it's going to be different. I just, he needs more of like a, he needs to go back and be thankful for what he has because he has a lot, a lot more than a lot of players do. And he has, and he has such a high chance to be good and he won a Super Bowl. And there's a lot of players that never got that, that are Hall of Famers, you know, and it's just, it's one of those things where he should just be happy with what he gets and he shouldn't be just so cocky about it. And I'm hoping that, hoping he need, he, he'll be settled down a little bit by Bill Belichick. And I think he will be. And, I, and I'm hoping that he'll go back to his old Pittsburgh roots and just be a good guy and start going to proms again and be a community dude. So. Well, we shall see. Oh, I'm just going to do a All love for you, Juju. Just please calm down a little bit. I, I'm just going to check Twitter real quick, make sure there aren't any more huge signings. Um, I was – I guess I can't. I, I did forget Razul Douglas apparently has Aaron Rodgers' phone right now. He's had it for like a week. And Razul Douglas has kind of won a fan of me just because he's like tweeting on Aaron Rodgers' Twitter and stuff. It's, it's, a little, yeah. it's great. But that's, that's it. Uh, Rodgers is in revenge mode. He's ready. He's going to go prove the haters wrong. He hates the media. Uh, I, I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people do hate Aaron Rodgers. But I hope Aaron and I can be friends one day. But uh, no, you no, I, I feel I feel like I feel like me and you, I feel like I cause a lot of problems. I feel like you're not going to be able to be friends with any of these people. I'm never going to have a friend in the NFL because of Gus. Hey, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about this. I, I'm going to send you this picture too, but – you know, now that uh, Juju's a patriot, now is this is this photo going to be relevant ever again? This is a you, it's a Juju it's, with it's, it's a Juju with a patriot a Patriots fan, and he has like his middle finger up. Oh, right there. So, oh. I was just I was just thinking about that. He That'd did that when you. he was. A, he, That'd be what? you. You would meet like Jamar Chase or something, and you'd be like, "Is he Jamar?" No, nah, I wouldn't you, do Jamar? that. That'd be you. That would be you. No, I would I would not do that. You'd have your middle finger up in the photo. I would not have my middle finger toxic. up in the photo. Yes, that's I it. like Jamar Chase. I mean, I don't like that he plays for the I don't like the Bengals team. That doesn't mean I don't like the some of the players from like I love Joe Burrow. I think he's so funny. But do but I'm not gonna if I met Joe Burrow, I'm not gonna stick up my middle finger in the freaking picture with him. I'm gonna be like, Oh yeah, I met Joe Burrow. This Damn is cool straight, and like well, you better not. No, he's a good guy, and, I, and a lot of these players are good guys. Some of them, I, I send you the picture yeah, just so you can see it better. Just got it. So, but, but um, that's a good place to end. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And people have been watching, and we've hit 150 hours on YouTube, which is kind of mind-boggling to me. But they haven't been subscribing. So make sure you subscribe because it helps us out. It helps you know when we post something so you don't miss anything. Uh, we can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butts Show. Our social media pages are No Butts underscore show on Instagram and No Butts Show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore Butts underscore 2001. Uh, that.
Matt has also been super active during free agency. I'm tweeting like crazy. I'm basically living on Twitter right now. Um, and if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two at gmail.com. Hope everyone has a great rest of their week. And uh, go do something nice for someone.